Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. For many years, financial advisors have recommended that people start saving for retirement early in their work life. This was based on several factors, including compounding. Compounding is a very powerful financial force. It involves saving or investing money, we'll call it principal, that earns a return, we'll call that interest. Then, in subsequent years, the principal again earns interest, but the interest earned in the first year also earns interest. It earns interest again and every year that the money is invested. Some call compounding earning interest on interest. Over a period of many years, compounding can substantially increase earnings. This, it was thought, gives young people a huge advantage in preparing for retirement. It was considered conventional wisdom. Now, a new theory has surfaced that is completely different and opposite. It says young people may not have to save early while they are young. Instead, it says that resources, essentially income, should be allocated over a lifetime. It further holds that big changes in the standard of living should be avoided. This new theory is based on the life cycle model, which actually dates back to the 1950s. It was developed by a Nobel Prize winner, Franco Modigliani and Richard Brumberg. Since earnings occur during a lifetime, they suggested that spending occur more evenly during that lifetime. Modigliani and Brumberg suggested that young people dissave or spend more than their earnings. Middle-aged people save a great deal, and retirees spend down their savings. It became known as the life cycle model, and many 401k retirement plans invest with this theory in mind. New research on this subject concluded the following. First, high-income workers generally have wage growth over their careers, so they should wait to save. Jason Scott, managing director of JS Retirement Consulting said, for these workers, maintaining as steady a standard of living as possible, therefore requires spending all income while young and only starting to save for retirement during middle age. You would spend all your income, in Mr. Scott's theory, while you're young because you don't have much choice. Second, low-income earners tend to experience flatter wages. They don't increase substantially. When they retire, Social Security benefits tend to replace a greater percentage of their wages. And this, according to the new research, makes optimal savings low. Mr. Scott con considered the question, why do we save for retirement? He answered his own question with the traditional answer. So you can have the same standard of living while you are not working as you did when you were. A good answer. He went on to say that it's not smart to live really high in the years you are working and really low in the years you are not. 
this seems to make sense. Why would you want to lower your standard of living during a period when you have more free time? Scott also considered that young people just starting out need to use more of their income to live and be happy. He sees $1,000 as more valuable to you when you are young rather than we are older. There is something to be said for that. As you can see, Mr. Scott's arguments make sense, but let's consider this further. Traditionally, many financial advisors recommend that workers have a certain amount of money saved for retirement. For example, T. Rowe Price recommends that a 30-year-old person have half of their annual salary in savings. A 40-year-old should have one and a half to two times their salary saved. A 50-year-old should have three to five and a half times their salary saved. And a 65-year-old should have seven to 13 and a half times their salary saved. These are commonly used as a yardstick to measure retirement preparation. Scott has no dispute with those measures or benchmarks, but he feels a high-income worker who waits until middle age to save for retirement can easily reach the higher age goals while having a good life. That is likely possible. Regarding compounding, Scott makes a valid point. Interest rates have been low and nearly zero for years. That diminishes the impact of compounding. Again, another valid point. We have acknowledged that Scott makes a number of good points and his views are based on his research. Now we will provide some thoughts. Let's begin with the low interest rate argument. It is a well-taken point and has been factually correct for years. By the way, those years are in the past. Presently, interest rates have risen and they can be reasonably expected to rise further or at least stay at current rates for the indefinite future while we wait for inflation to subside. There's an important point to consider. Mr. Scott addressed saving only in the context of bank accounts and interest. Compounding can be achieved by investing, investing in dividend-paying stock, and it can be enhanced even further by investing in companies that consistently raise their dividends. A retirement plan, especially for the young person, in my opinion, has to consider stock as a financing vehicle for at least some of the retirement funds. Mr. Scott completely omitted stock from his discussion. Remember the dividend aristocrats? The companies that have raised their dividends every year for 25 years? They are outstanding candidates for retirement investing since they combine compounding on dividends with possible stock price appreciation. Also remember that stock has been on average the highest paying investment in history. Stock should be purchased based on the opportunity presented. A young person saving for retirement who invested in Amazon or Apple shortly after they went public would have an outstanding start to a retirement plan. A person who invested in Johnson & Johnson while in their 20s would have maximized the use of compounding. In my opinion, stock should be used as a financing investment to maximize the benefits of compounding. And this is a mistake that I believe was made in the study, ignoring the impact of stock investing. The recent research separated high income from low income earners. This seems to make sense, and certainly it's a good approach. 
But I see flaws in that approach. A young person right out of college may appear to be on a good path that has high income potential. In life, however, our path often includes unexpected hazards and roadblocks. Industries change, companies change, competition changes, and we change sometimes very quickly. People get sick. Things happen often quickly and without notice. Some things just don't work out despite our best efforts. The research makes an assumption that people who don't save early when their earnings are low will have the discipline to do so when they get older. Just because earnings rise doesn't mean savings will. Some people will always find something new to buy. A traditional theory is to get into the habit of savings. And what the research seems to imply is that you should be in the habit of spending to enjoy a better life, which I agree with enjoying a better life, but that habit may be hard to change. My bottom line on the new research is that it is interesting and much of it makes sense, but it is not a cautious approach for the reasons just discussed. I absolutely agree that life should be lived to the fullest at every stage. That is the very admirable suggestion of the new research. In my opinion, the research does not adequately consider the risks of life, that things happen. To be best prepared for any financial event, such as retiring, we should, in my view, start early. We should establish financial habits, such as regular saving and investing, and most importantly, take advantage of compounding. It is very powerful. The research is interesting. It is worth reading. I suggest to people preparing for retirement, however, stick to the traditional methods. They are time-tested and have worked for years. I would stay with that traditional approach. Till the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.